Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Shit, is that me bins? Yeah. Oh shit, I've not put me bin out. I'm sorry. One sec, I'm being genuine. I've not put the fucking bin out. Quick. I keep forgetting to do it. Quick. Gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. I'm interior stylist and designer Danny Beard. And I'm house renovator Billy Andrew. And welcome to this week's Gossip Gaze Podcast. And on this week's show, Danny Goes Essex. Billy eats again. Uh... We're making this up as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that was a good one, wasn't it? Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Gossip Gaze Podcast. How are we feeling, DJ? Billy Andrew. I'm feeling great, Danny Beard, drag queen extraordinaire. Yeah. (laughs) I felt like Beyonce then. You are Beyonce, thank you. Yes, well, you are Danny Beard, and I am DJ Billy Andrew, and together we're dimps. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to get this iced coffee down my neck. I feel like I've just woken up from a coma. Well, I called you on the way here. I was like, you ready? You ready? You ready? You was like... You was literally like that. I was like an old man. I was supposed to go to to a PT session this morning. I felt like shit. I got another three hours sleep. Yeah. feel good now, though. Oh, good. Fab. Well, we had... um, well, we watched a film last night at Yars. Joe cooked lovely chicken, but we put the film on and two minutes into the film, you were fast asleep. You I was going to say, you watched a film at mine. Yes, to I be fair. I can't help it. When I'm on that sofa at mine. It's comfy. It's the comfiest sofa I've ever been. Agreed. And I'm I used sorry. to sleep on there for like you two lived, years. You lived on there for two years. <laughs> you lived on your sofa, I know, and it is comfy. It's a bloody I'm, comfy sofa. I don't think I'm going to get rid of this. I think when I move, I'm going to put this in a nut somewhere. This needs to be, so when you get like a big house one day, like, yeah. do you know, when you get proper grown up and you have like a yeah. mansion or something, Katie Price, mucky mansion. <laughs> when I have a mucky mansion. <laughs> yeah. What it is. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Katie. Yeah, when you, have a, when you have a mucky mansion, this can be like in your second lounge. Yeah. Yeah. Or, the, or for the dogs or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Anyway, we went to see Matilda the Musical last week. We, we went to London, yeah. And do you know what? Because of the train strikes. Oh, which, God. It was a bit of a nightmare. But I'm all for the train oh, I'm striking. All for it. I'm all for it. Strike. You're not That's getting paid. The point. Right? Strike. The point of a strike is that you realise how important the service is. Like years ago, my dad's a fireman. He was on strike. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's important. Look after the workers. This is what. Anyway, let's not go on a tangent. Let's no. not go on a Tory bashing day today. <laughs> but we need to start looking after. 
our public sector workers. Agreed, because like we like, like we found out, they are important because we have to drive. Important. We have to drive ourselves. We, <laughs> we have to drive to London. But you know what? Actually, um, we went for an extra day because there was no point doing driving to London and then driving back. We wanted to have like chilled out. So we yeah. stayed in a little hotel. We did, and you know what? The drive down was actually fun. We had loads of fun, apart from when we were trying to park in London and we we got attacked. Oh my god! So we got near to the hotel. You screamed. Well, yeah, because I ran into the hotel. I was like, have you got any parking? They were like, oh, no, sorry, there's there's a street over there. We looked over there. We went up the street. It said you can only pay for two hours. We thought, right, we're going to get a ticket here. Yeah. Then we started to drive around. Well, I was driving. And we turned this corner and we saw these, like, two thugs. Is <laughs> the only way I can describe them. Two fully grown men in the corner. Yeah, bald. Um, had two pints in their hand. They sort of looked at us and, like, my light shone on them as I turned the corner. And then... I, I think they said summer, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm yeah, nervous. Like, Who are you? Yeah. Like, like, what are you doing around here? Something like that. It what was like the hills of eyes, wasn't it? What are you doing around these parts? Yeah. And, it, and I was like, oh, my God. Nobody look. Nobody move. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't look them in the eyes, children. Don't look them in the eyes. I was scared. And then all of a sudden, they threw their beer on my car. <laughs> I was shaking. No, you were <laughs> screaming. You were going, I was like droopily just fucking driving shut up I was like pedal to the metal I was speeding out of there I was nervous it was exhilarating though yeah it was, was exhilarating I would like to say it was a very near homophobic attack <laughs> it wasn't a homophobic attack it was just two people being dicks I like to think it's homophobic why don't don't get into that frame of mind don't get into that frame of mind that the, okay, okay, the, okay. Uh, to be fair I was giving you a homophobic attack after the scream you were actually yes I was like pack it in yeah calm I was down. like we cannot live in fear yeah. as queer people you big girl's blouse you big <laughs> faggot <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't yeah my, my, my car stunk a beer for days I had to go till it washed bastards it does anyway but why would the why beer would poppers. you do that I would I, I would never Throw a drink on a car. And especially because there was four of us in the car and there was two of them. How they might they have been intimidated by us. So what, they were like peacocking and showing their... Peacocking. Showing their alpha... They wouldn't have thrown it over my car. They'd have think we were gangsters. That's what I mean. I need a different car. <laughs> we need to get you a bigger car. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Me rocking up in my fucking... What is it? Nissan Micra. What is it? Those Hetty cars. Fiat 500. Fiat 500. <laughs> that's what it's like something like that, isn't it? Like a little... Mine, yeah, mine's only a small car. It's not a Fiat 500. What is yeah, it? Well, that's better for petrol anyway. Moving on. We Move. went to fucking the theatre. Mil- Matilda the Musical. Now, I, I, you introduced me to some of the songs back in the day. Oh, you muted me then, stupid. <coughs> I was trying to cough, but I muted the wrong thing. Go on, carry on. So you introduced me to one of the songs, Revolting Children, back in the day. Yeah. And I was like, this is a good tune. This is when you weren't into musicals. And I was like, you will love musicals, trust me. And I was giving yeah. you a full lowdown of A to Z. Yeah. The A to Z of musically. <laughs> Yes, we used to watch them on YouTube, yeah. Yeah. It was fab. Anyway, then then we got tickets for your birthday. Yep. And we went to watch the show. And what did you think? Honestly? Yeah. Didn't know what to fully expect because I've loved Mizzles of the Musical for years. But you know when you're in London, you're like, I've got time to see a show. Yeah. It's never been on the top of my priority to see. Oh, right. Okay. Don't be offended. I know you got me the text. I'm, I'm not very, offended. very grateful. No, I'm not offended at all. I'm so glad I went. I thought the set was seamless. I thought that was the best chill, child actors I've, I've ever seen. seen. Same. Because when I was, do you know when you think, oh God, there's children actors in it? I was thinking, 
Is it going to be like primary school play here? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was a bit Nativity. like yeah. When 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 you think of kids doing musicals or plays, you think it's going to be shit. Like like when they're I was always like Tory kids, aren't they? With the mum and dad's got loads of money, and they're like, you're going to stage school. Come on, Bonjella. Come on, get your tap shoes, Bonjella. You're going to be late. You're going to miss tap, Bonjella. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly that. All of that. You know what I mean? Margot's just won the award in your class and she's going into Les Mis next week. Do you want to miss the auditions from Matilda? Exactly. But they were really good. Apart from there was my only my only beef was the kid that played Matilda was like fucking psychopath. She was a she bit played scary. it like a serial killer. She was a bit scary, Matilda. Actually, yeah, she was very serious. Yeah, she was. It was none of this from the film Matilda. Mm, mm, no, she mm, wasn't mm, jolly. Mm, she went fun. She was a bit of an oddball. But I think, is that the character? Maybe. Or is that her? I don't know. I don't know. She was a bit of an oddball. I mean, she was about seven, so whatever character choice she made, I can't <laughs> bash her too much. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> she also did forget her lines at one point. but Yeah, she well, did, but yeah. we'll scare over that as well. Yeah, we'll scare over that. But even like the ensemble kids, I, I turned to you at one point and went, these are good because... In like a weird narcissistic way, I was watching for them to miss a beat or miss summer. <laughs> Every time we watch a theatre piece, you walk away and go, I could do that. You were seeing yeah, you were thinking in your head, Am I better than these kids or not? That's you? what I was thinking. I, I knew was like, you was. So I was looking and I was like, actually no, they're hitting every mark, every, every mark. beat. They're keeping up with the Adults who were in the play. If I didn't know better, I would think that when we leave, they get them kids and they just make them work that on a loop until the next audience comes in because they were that tight. Yeah, they were very, very tight. And I loved uh, the role of uh, the Trunchbull. So, yeah, Miss Trunchbull is played by a male. <laughs> yeah, what was that? We've got an announcement, everybody. Miss <laughs> Trunchbull was played by a male. <laughs> Yes, they were. Um, he was great. I, I, I actually was looking at this thing. And I, I could, could do, do that. that. <laughs> you know what? When I thought right at the beginning, right? So when, so when you first see the Trunchbull, you see Trunchbull acting. I think I turned to you and said, you could do that. But then when she starts... There is a ribbon routine. But then when she brings out this ribbon and starts doing the fucking splits and stuff, I thought, maybe on, not. She didn't do the split. She did a little jump on a trampoline. Listen here. Right. right. Where's eBay? I'm going to hold out a fucking ribbon now. And I, the next party we have... Right. You're I'm ribbon t- dancing. Right. You're going to turn into the trunch. Not the trunch. I'm just going to ribbon dance eBay. What do you call it? Twirling ribbon. Yeah. Like a gymnastic ribbon, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? One of those big ones that you twirl around. Twirling ribbon. Yeah, she had Got a full, one. She had a full-on dance routine. Oh, there's a pride one here. That'd be camp. Maybe, maybe, maybe practice now and then you can debut it at your pride set in I Manchester. I think so. I won't be pride setting it. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, do I want light green? Anyway, I'm ordering one now. It's done. What? Are you actually ordering this ribbon just in case one day you decide <laughs> to audition for Trunch? Yeah. In Matilda Music. Right, okay. Fab. Manifest, darling. Manifest. I've manifested a lot of things this year and they're coming true and I'm manifesting this one, bitch. Oh, good. Well, do, uh, do you know what else we did as well in London? We also had a nap in a park, like a... like a. We, we were tired. We fell asleep, didn't we? Do you remember? <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just to put it into perspective, guys. We had a nap in a park. Yeah, we had a nap in a park and we had dinner out of a bin. <laughs> I'm excited! <laughs> um, no, we did have a nap in a park, but it was a really nice day. It was red hot. We ate a lot. We need to get. We need to get ourselves on diets for pride. I, I, I said to you, I'm starting Slimming World today, and I am actually starting. Cause I, cause I weighed what myself. What have you had so far today? Just that coffee. Oh, that'll run through you. That's like negative calories, in my opinion. Exactly. I might as well have a celery stick while I'm at it. Negative yeah. calories as well. But <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I weighed myself last night at yours and I was like, do you know what? I don't want to go on that stage at Pride and Miss Fatty start playing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Welcome to the stage. <laughs> Miss Fat Cutty Den Den. Yes. DJ Billy Andrew. Yeah, man, I'm sorry, going on. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to shift a few pounds. No, it's not going to happen. You don't look, you look fine. We both look fine, but we both feel nicer in ourselves if we'd lost the stone. Exactly. That in mind, I've got a cracking snack of the week. Oh, yeah. For later on today. Oh, yeah. That I got while I was away um, doing Essex Pride. Tell me about Essex Pride, how was it? So much fun. Normally, you know what my weekends are like. I am in another city every night and we're just go, go, go. And yeah. some, some nights you have four hours sleep and you've got to be up or, mm-hmm. or like I've done a wedding recently and I literally had four hours sleep from the club appearance the night before to like to get up for 7am, put my makeup on, drive five hours. Right. Like my, my schedules of a weekend are nuts normally. It was just nice to be in the same place two days. Yes, it was like a club appearance. And on the Sunday, Sunday night late. Right. But my stage time on the Saturday before was like 4pm. Oh, so you had like a full 24 hours just in Essex, really? We went to Giggling Squid. Oh, hold up. We went to Wagamama's. <laughs> Whoa. We had brunch at Bill's. Oh my God, that was, yeah, that's a really good little combination. We had about four or five different, we are out just everywhere. <laughs> I loved it. The giggling squid on the Saturday night was so stunning. I only thought they had one in Seven Oaks. No, so it is a little um, chain. Chain. Have they the, got one in Manchester? They're coming up north, guys. This is a high, high, high recommendation. Yeah, and I'm excited for you to try it. But I love a giggling squid, and the waiter was gay. Brilliant. Did he give you free stuff? <sighs> so he was flirty, right? But he was muscly. Okay. And everyone's really hot and muscly. I think, why are they flirting with me? Right. Like someone that looks like that doesn't flirt with someone that looks like me. Anyway. Ulterior motive. Is that what you think? Listen. Go on. On the way back, on the way out, I went in with jokes. We ate outside because it was lovely weather. Mm-hmm. I went back in and I was waiting on the, uh, the, the reception where you get sat and Joe was in the toilet and he came over and he was like, you feeling okay? And I went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, and he, and he like, gestured with his hand like to put his hand out in front like you know like oliver please give me some more right oh my god ricky ricky rewind what was that please Please give give me me some more more. (laughs) give me give me more More, give me more more. the the gay oliver version am i okay the gay oliver version i feel like that fucking coffee's gone straight to my head loopy loop anyway he gestured with his hand with his palm out as if i was to put mine out so i put my hand out and he filled it with sweets I thought, you fucking feeder cunt. Sweets. Sweets. And I just went, Like hard-boiled? What were they? No, like they, were, they were chewy. Chewy sweets. They were like Skittles, but I don't think they were Skittles. Okay, yeah. Aldi's Skittles. I don't know. No. Yeah. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? And then he just like laughed. He went, ha, 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 ha. Eh? Yeah, and I was just like, ha, 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 thank you. Oh my God, that's weird. I don't know what he was doing. But then anyway, I saw him later on on Grindr and I was like, I knew he was gay. Why would he feed it? Maybe he was a feeder. Maybe he gets off on feeding people. All right. Well, we'll bring Morgan on next week and find out what it's like to be a feeder. <laughs> he, he is a feeder. He is a fucking feeder. Don't be so mean. He's not a feeder, but he does like us to eat. He likes me because I think he knows when I don't eat, I get angry. And he don't like me you when I'm angry. angry. I don't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's right. He's like, ah, here, quick, McDonald's. Here, yeah. quick, there's that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And you, when you've eaten, you are you are happy. 
I'm happier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am. And tell me again why you eat so much. Because I'm fucking happy. I love food. It makes me happy, baby. Well, we'll uh, the snack of the week this week, by the way, is from Essex, from that little period. Because they had this shop Fab. that did all American stuff, all sweets and crisps you've never seen. I love it when that happens. Full disclosure, there was two things this week. Mm-hmm. But I've eaten one You've of eaten them. You've eaten one of them, right. Okay, cool. So and that one was cookie dough bites. You know what's in a Ben and Jerry's? You already said that that's what the snack of the week was, and you purposely got me a pack, and now it's done, so I don't actually know what the second one is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you... Sorry. Oh, but you, will, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have wanted them now, because you're on a diet. That's that was, true. That's true. Do, you know, that true. Do you know what you're and saving there me high, there? There was high calories, so I've saved you there. <laughs> Thank you. Them. But it was basically a box of what's inside the Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream, just the cookie dough pieces. That's gorgeous. And you know what I thought? If I was into baking, which I'm not, I could make cookies and things out of them. Yeah. What a great ingredient. And I thought I would recommend them as a snack of the week, but it's not an official snack of the week. So if you see cookie dough bites in a blue box. <laughs> in Essex. <laughs> anywhere. They're oh, from right. America, darling, but I'm oh. sure other places have them. American sweet shops and stuff. You'll get them, girls. Wow, we. High, high recommendation from. <laughs> so what am I saying? Danny B. <laughs> That's you know, me. Do you know what? Since we're coming to the end of Pride Month, dead quick, right? I want to just talk about something that happened to me. I got a little. Were you homophobically attacked? No, but I was approached on Instagram, and this company was like, "Hi, we've just opened a brand new restaurant. We've got a brand new terrace. Da da da." This was in London, and I thought, brilliant. This is. Potentially my first ever London date. I've never done big London. Big things, big things. I was like, I'm going on the up and up. I've got a Virgin Cruise. I'm going to London next. <laughs> LA, New York. I'm living my life. <laughs> exactly. So this was, I was like dead excited for it. I was like, oh my God, yeah. Here's my email address. Let's, let's talk. She sent me massive long email. She was going into how it's for Pride Month, they want LGBT people, da-da-da-da-da-da. They've got this brand new terrace. It's X amount of money spent on it. I was like, oh, this sounds great. They sound um, like they had a lot of money because they were like, we've spent millions, darling. Yeah, they, they really hyped up this brand new terrace that's just opened for the summer at this gorgeous new restaurant. It was Japanese. I can't remember the name of it, if I'm being honest. And if I could, I'd call them out. But <laughs> so then as I was going through the email, it says, unfortunately, we don't have any budget for um, the artist's payment. However, we can offer you a free meal and drinks after you set. And I was a bit like... <laughs> That was me, and I was a bit like, <laughs> I was like, honey, I've just bought a house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I, no. I can't pay my mortgage with a meal yeah. <laughs> from your restaurant. Hello, British Gas. I've got uh, uh, some oysters here from London. <laughs> I'd love to pay you with these instead of paying you with money this month. Yeah, I couldn't believe, like, I was a bit di- quite quite disheartened, and I I think I put her in a place afterwards. You sent a really good email back, because you sent me, should I send her this? And I was yeah, like, absolutely. I did. I just basically said, um, unfortunately, I can't do um, work for basically, for yeah, <laughs> p- payment other than cash, because this is my, my job. This is what <laughs> I do. Um, and, oh, that was it. They mentioned that they were going to give a part of their profits that month to LGBT charities, which I was like, brilliant. I said, it's good that you're doing that. However, also paying your queer artist to perform is also another great way to support the community, which is true. <laughs> Missy. <laughs> oh, exactly, bitch. And I also had another, um, another company asked if any of me and my queer mates wanted to come and have a photo shoot for a festival and they just give us tickets for the festival and i also thought oh no 
If you want us for a photo shoot, because we look stunning. Um, and do you know what that is? That is because they want people like us to look at them and go, oh, look, this looks like a really queer, cool festival. Yeah. Let's go to this. Yeah. Rather than paying us for the work of the photo shoot. Like, I, I think it's not coming from a place of malice or a place of... Like, it's not. I don't think it's coming out of like let let's exploit these people, but it is also like. But it is exploitative. It, it, it is exploitative because you just is that not the right word exploitative. Yeah. Because you want queer people in your space and for your look, but you're not willing to pay for that. It's a little bit like, Ooh, do you know what I mean? And in their mind, they're like, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, they're put like, it, put in our <laughs> mind, we're like, are we excited? Are we fucked? Yeah. No, pay us, bitch. Yeah. I want cash payment, baby. Should we move on with the show? We've got loads to talk about today. Let's move on. It's Tuesday. Sorry, it's Tuesday. The Gossip Gaze. Girls, gays and theys. I'm excited. I'm excited to tell you that we have announced a brand new live show. Yeah, so we've got a live show on the 26th. When is it? On the 26th. <laughs> the 2011th. July. When is it? You <laughs> don't even know when it is. It is the Friday of Manchester Pride, which I'm getting the date the 26th. now. It is the Friday, the 26th of August, my darling. Yes, it is. That is correct. And um, it's at Contact Theatre in Manchester. Yeah, bitch, you heard it right. It's a theatre, so you better get your ass there now if you're a <laughs> fan of the show. All right, this isn't this isn't us asking. This is us threatening. <laughs> Actually, no joke. So we've recorded that. This is us promising we'll fucking kill you if you don't come. <laughs> No, we're really excited. We are actually excited. genuinely excited to come. Very excited. Um, it's. I think it's a great way to start off your Manchester Pride with us. Um, <laughs> I think it also, like, the seats are comfy and I think it's a theatre. And you know what, actually, we are really excited to be there. Yeah. We are pushing the boat out. It's going to be an extra, extra special live show. I know we say it all the time when we do a live show, but there will be some twists and pulses and some surprises that wasn't an illusion and uh was alluding to twist and pulse from britain's got talent fame being there <laughs> just fyi although we could get the contact if we wanted although if we wanted we could get it okay <laughs> like we fucking got it um, um what else it's it's a fab space it's fully accessible yes Tickets are on our socials, link in bio. It's mm-hmm. all over. It will plaster it all over our personal socials as well tonight as the show goes out. We're aware it's a Tuesday, but your girls are busy, okay? Um, but yeah, we want you to come. Tickets are £13. They're yeah. not expensive. The cheapest chips. And it's a big old space. So we want to see as many of you there as possible. It's a Friday night. You can go straight into the village after and party. Um and yeah, it's, I think if you're coming down to Manchester Pride and you're going to see us anyway on the on the Saturday because we're going to mm-hmm. do a bit of hosting, this is a great way to start it because we're going to spill some tea. There's announcements happening and there's just so much stuff going on at the time. We've got so much to talk about on this show. And yes. as always in a live show. It's a bit more naughty. It's a bit more naughty. naughty. Yes. <laughs> and half of it doesn't make it in. I remember last time we did a live show. We put 30 minutes in because the rest was too rude. <laughs> yeah. And the last time we did a live show, so many people were like, oh, I'm gutted. I didn't listen to this bit back. I'm gutted. I didn't listen to this, listen to this big back. Yeah. But they were, so many people were so pleased that they were there. To they experience were there. The Gossip Gaze Louis. Oh, it was the wrong button. Oh, bloody hell. It won't be that. I it won't be that. It'll be. Very that. Yes. What else might it be? This is for the girls, this one. Very Very that. (laughs) The Gossip Gaze. Here we go, here we go. Hit that Miss Fatty button, Miss Miss Fatty number one. Okay, Fatty number one coming at you. (laughs) Ready to talk to Fatty number two about this week's (laughs) Sunnuggle Week. 
So what am I saying? Here we go. Anyway, Millie there. So you already know. This snacks come from Essex. Via I think America. Oh my god, honey. Me, Miss Fatty Fatty, you want snack of the week. <laughs> it is snack of the week. And this is a good one. Are you ready for me to present you with this week's snack of the week? It's here. It's on the piano. Hang on. Yeah, before I see it, though, can I just plug that we've got snack of the week t-shirts now? Oh, my merch? God. Yeah, we do. Yes. Hang on. Go over to our Instagram. Where are our Instagram, our oh, links in bios. Youbettermerch.co.uk. Yeah, it's the best merch we've ever had. We've got a pink option and a blue option. Defo, yeah. And it says... Snack of the week. Snack of the week. It's yeah. a snack of the week on it. And then it's got a little thing. I mean, you could be, you could be repping a queer pub without even the Hatties knowing. <laughs> like, this is like this yeah. is like a, a DL t-shirt. You could be you can be gay anywhere. Dress how you want, be who you want. But if you're not a snack of the week... <laughs> Are you even alive? <laughs> Are you ready for snack of the week? I'm I don't know why the coffee is strong. I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm in cruise one. I want at seven a.m. Okay. <laughs> this week's snack of the week is. Go on. Oh, it's roughly. Uh, is that a white Snickers? It's a limited edition white Snicker. Wow, Open wait. it immediately, Miss Fatty Number Two. <laughs> okay. Oh, it does say limited edition on it as well. Yes, it does. You've got to grab these while you can. You I have. Do, I do. Oh, you've got one as well? we got one each. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had to half it. No, I might half it though. Right, yeah, because actually... It is 244 calories, <gasps> which isn't a lot. No, it's not. I don't think it's a lot for a snack. Wow. You could have that, to, you could have that today and still lose weight. Mm. I mean, if you were doing Slimming World, it might be like, how many sins? Alexa... What's 20 divided by... No, 200... Oh, for fuck's sake. Alexa, what is 244 divided by 20? Oh, we've got about five Alexas going off. Fuck it. Anyway, if you've just done the quick maths at home, well done you, but I can't. What do you think of this white Twix? It's white Snickers. Oh, yeah, sorry. White... White white Snickers. What do you think of the Snickers? It is stunning. I think it's better than a normal Snickers. Oh, let me have a try. I just want one bite. Oh, the way the caramel looks so nice with the white chocolate. Yeah, I know it looks well good. I absolutely love it. Do you know what? We, the avid listener of this podcast, will know wow. that we always wanted to do a white chocolate night. We want a little white chocolate night. Sorry, oh my God, that is really good. It's gorgeous. That is bloody stunning, it is. That is better than a normal. Do you see a white Snickers? If you see a white Snickers out there, Buy it because I think it's better than a normal Snickers, and I actually don't like like Snickers usually. What? When I was a kid, I love Snickers. I think it's because my dad always used to have them, so then I didn't want it. So I wanted to be more <laughs> like my mum. I don't know. <laughs> I know. So yeah, but now I like Snickers. Um, wow, the way the nut and the caramel. And the I love nuts. I love the nuts, <laughs> baby. <laughs> So this is the listeners' ladder part of the show. Most of you know what it is, but if you don't, I'm going to tell you. You write into us, and this came on the emails, <laughs> which is letters at gossipgazepod.com. Letters at gossipgazepod.com. And we try and solve your queries, dilemmas, problems, or if you just want to tell us something and you want to get it off your chest, and we can just have a conversation around it, you can do that as well. It doesn't have to be you a problem. Can, to, to be honest, you can do what you want. If you want to send us hate mail, send us hate mail, because we'll still speak about it. It's fucking yeah. funny, all right? Absolutely. So this is from, I think, somebody called Adam. They put their name on this one. Oh, I love it when they put their name. Listen, this is a big email, bear with. Also, that coffee's running through me, so I might have to dart off halfway through. <laughs> okay, cool. It reads, <coughs> I've not read this yet, by the way. Have you vetted this? I've read it, yeah. It's a good one. 
Hi, Beth. Hope you're keeping well. I have the pleasure of living in Manchester and getting to see you both quite often while playing shows and sets. How far you've come since listening to the pod and what you give back to the community is a lovely thing to experience. Oh, Aww. that's nice. We do actually give back I feel like, is this, a shit, is this a shit sandwich? Are we going to get slagged off in the middle? No, 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 I promise. So my issue is my sister came to visit me recently along with her boyfriend for the first time since I moved here three years ago. Moving here has been the best thing for me and allowed me to express myself and become more comfortable with myself, um, having our community and safe spaces around us more than I would have before. So many people say that about Manchester. It's a gorgeous city. and It I is a gay, gay city, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I love it. Come on, LGBTQ, please. So they both came to visit me, which was lovely. However, some comments were made that I think were not okay. For example, I like to wear a heel sometimes, especially a heel boot. She made a comment saying I should wear heels and that's where it draws the line for her her boyfriend then commented saying um i did say the outfit you posted the other day was like what the fuck is he wearing i was very taken back by the comments and i recently wore heels to a baby shower but i felt like i was being mocked um when they were out of my comfort zone they have never visited manchester and I wanted to take them the village for a casual drink, outside velvet, somewhere quiet, not too heavy. I understand for them it's not their scene. However, it's a place that's important to me and to meet my chosen family, who are my rocks here. My sister made a comment once we got to the top of Canal Street saying, Tony, the boyfriend, didn't want to go to gay places. Why are we here? Before I could really react or process this, my friends arrived and I had to act like nothing was wrong. I feel a bit lost and not sure what to think of these comments. I thought we were close in some sense. But I feel like they um, don't like who I am on some way or my spaces. And I feel like I have to make myself uncomfortable or compromise my values for them. But they don't seem to be very accommodating to me. I want to address it, but I'm not sure how to approach this. It happened a few weeks back and I just feel like a massive disconnect and I should have said something straight away. And now it's been a few weeks. I just feel so weird about the situation. I'd love your help. Keep smashing it, girls. Love the pod. All my love. Adam. I'm wow. really sorry for my reading that today. I should re- I should read before I read on the show, but it's I am dyslexic. Right. It's fine. I mean, was it? Did it make sense? Yeah, I think so. I mean, in the edit, we'll make it make sense. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. No stress. <coughs> so we got someone here who's who's a feminine gay man. Loves a heel. Loves yeah. a heel boot. Yes. <laughs> Who doesn't love a heel boot, darling? You can do a full routine in a heel boot, run for the bus, and still have nice feet the next day. Yes. More for a heel boot. <laughs> Definitely. I wear a heel with a little thin thing. I've got corns on corns. Right. I've got conception and I'm 30. <laughs> anyway, it's not about me, it's about you, Adam. So Adam's sister's come to stay with the boyfriend. They've made a couple of various comments that's yeah. made him feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. What's he to do? Now, this is a tricky one for me because I know that when my sister um, ever gets a new partner or um, has a new relationship with somebody... I think in the first two moments of meeting them, she mentions about me being gay and LGBT and Daisy's their reaction from that. And if I think if there's any sort of negative energy about that, she would cut them off straight away. She she is <laughs> I'm not a, I'm playing. A, I'm, a, I'm a cut you off. She's What's a, that song? It's, I'm you, a cut you off. Little mix. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a cut you off. <clears throat> I think my sister vets the person and... If, if they're slightly uncomfortable with it, which I feel like your sister's boyfriend is a bit uncomfortable with well, the whole... I feel whole... like the sister is. The sister sounds it. Why is the sister making comments? She should be proud of her. This is the tea. Right, I find a lot of people that move from a smaller town, a smaller space, they move to Manchester, and they experience this this liberation, this like feeling they can be what they want and be who they want to be, especially on Canal Street because it's so gay and camp and 
fabulous and just full of full of, full of amazing creatures. That when the small town people come back, they're like, whoa, this has changed. Yeah. Like my friend's sister came out the other night and she's from a smaller town and she had a ball. She was like, I love this experience. And I think it must feel weird and crazy to them. Yeah, because they're not used to it. So you need to kind of put yourself back into where your mindset was when you lived where they live. Mm -hmm. Is this making sense? But I think it's a little bit... It's a lot for them to take in. But it's also a lot for like being like, why are you not accepting this? It's a reflection on them, not you. Because to them, their life is still that, sorry to say it, small town people. Yeah. Grey, where your life is a rainbow. Exactly. And remember that you've always got this life here. And you've got, like you said, your gay chosen family who give you it here, but you want it from your normal family. So of I think, I think the next thing is you invite her up again at some point and have a little convo before she comes. Without the boyfriend, I think. Well, no. I think you say, we'd love you to come again and stay. I do know last time I was here, though, that... You know, there was a few comments made about the heels and being on Canal Street and stuff. And I just want to let you know that that you can put this in a text if you don't want to say it. Oh, yeah. You know, I just want to let you know that this is where I've chosen to live. And these are the people that I've chosen to surround myself by, uh, surround myself with. And I'm having the best time here. I've found myself. I love my life here. And I'd love you to be able to come and be a part of my life here. Yeah. And show it the same respect that I feel like I show you. Fab. Done. Yeah. Wait for the reply. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but your I ass think... will be clapping. Your ass will be clapping. You'll be like, shit, shit, shit. She can't fall out with you. You've asked her really politely. It's in a non confrontational way. It's on a text message whereby she doesn't have to respond straight away. You've not backed her into a corner. Yeah. And you've said, you know, I show you respect. That's all I'm asking for. Yeah. No, what? She can't fall out with you for asking her to show you respect. No, and I think. It's and... a common basic decency thing. And also, even, like, I, I just think. Yeah, like I would say, for example, if it was the other way around and you went back to theirs, I'd, I feel like you wouldn't disrespect them in any way. You wouldn't be like, oh, what the fuck are you wearing? You know? But even if you were like, hetty, hetty, bitch, hetty, hetty, bitch, hey, hetty. Yeah. So what? You're not punching down. Yeah, that is she's, true. She's heterosexual. She's living in a world which she doesn't have to live what we live through. So, so what? Yeah, that is You're true. You're not the minority, darling. I think you just do the text message thing. You invite her again. By inviting her again, you're showing that. You're not angry. You've not fell out. You're not upset from last time. Yeah, but you are making you are making a note that this is what happened last time, and it made me feel a certain way. And I'd just like you to show me the same respect. And maybe even you could even put something in there like, and you know what? If you if there is anything you don't understand or or, or makes you feel uncomfortable, yeah, talk to me about it and let's have a conversation because this is who I am. Yeah. I, I think, and I, and I think that can also happen at any period of time, whether a week's passed or six months down the line, you invite her back. This text message, it doesn't have a timestamp on it because no. it's the next time you invite her up or the next time she visits, you can say, cool, but yeah, just, just remember that last time this is what happened. And yeah. I, basically what you, <laughs> basically, yeah. I typed my words out. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Basically, we're putting your hetty sister in a place and we we want you to know that we love you and thank you for coming to our shows. Yes. And thank you for writing in. And I hope that was all right. Um, advice today. The Gossip Gaze. Right, my love. Have you heard Beyonce's new song? 
Queen Bee. Queen Bee's back, baby. Babe, do you think I live under a rock or what? <laughs> no, I, I know. I'm just, <laughs> Are you joking? I'm starting off a combo. Right, you started <laughs> off proper then and say, how much do you love it? Not, have you heard it? Right. I'm, sorry, not, but... I'm not stuck in 1972 like the rest of America. <laughs> right. Scratch that, reverse it. How much do you love Beyonce's news, though? Oh, my God, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> do you know what, right? I, she dropped it. I, I love Beyonce. Um, I think... <laughs> on tour a gay man that him. loves Beyonce no but no no but there's there's always that like white muscle day who's like I think she's so overrated I don't even like oh uh, yeah come on now she's go fucking... and have a 1.5 and shut up and yeah. dance all night at fire will you <laughs> exactly exactly she's, she's epic and she works her fucking ass off but I came across this um article this week and it's seven strict rules that Beyonce and Jay-Z allegedly make their nannies follow I uh, did I not send you that? I sent you it, baby. Oh, did yeah, I've read it. It's fucking this is allegedly. This is allegedly what they do, baby. I'm excited. Oh Beyonce's nannies when they get too excited, they get cut off halfway through. <laughs> I'm excited. Come on. Right, so um all nannies must read and sign a handbook. So this handbook is um titled The Daily Program for Blue Ivy, as per Mrs. Carter. And it says if the nanny is comfortable with the responsibilities asked, then she's asked to sign that. Like, and it's basically seen as a contract. So that's step one. And then step... I mean, is this just not the article big enough they've got to sign a contract? Of course you've got to sign a fucking contract. You mind, you mind in the world's number one superstar's child? Yeah, of course. I, I, of course there's going to be a contract there. I've got a fucking contract for every show I do. Like, people have contracts for jobs. Apparent, just... Apparently it's a handbook, like, step right. by step. All oh, right. Well, I'll print my contract out and fucking bind it, and then that can be a handbook. Right, How about okay, that? Cool. The Daddy Beard handbook. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to book this fat bitch, <laughs> what you got to know is I want vanilla bug on my writer. <laughs> so, number two. Beyonce and Jay-Z hired six nannies to help them out. So, after the birth of the twins... It was reported that Beyonce and Jay-Z handed out six nannies to take care of the newborns and the twins don't sleep at the same time, so they decided they needed three nannies per child for the night shifts. So what, they've got nine now? Nine nannies. Wow. I mean, come on. <laughs> they've got a fucking football team of nannies. <laughs> I'm saying. Foosball. Foosball. Uh, but also, apparently, on top of that, each nanny earns over £100,000 a year taking care of their children. Also, the nannies um, have to be bilingual. They travel to France. Buy what now? Bilingual, baby. you got to get a bisexual nanny up in here. <laughs> Do you like pussy? Do you like cock? <laughs> feel my pussy, feel my cock. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, so they have to speak French because they love going to France a lot and they have connections there. Um, and also the nanny must be okay with going on tour and travelling now. I, I, think, well, I mean, that's duh. That's... Do you want to go on tour with Beyonce? Do I? Fuck. <laughs> of course they're going to want to. Of course. They're going to be like, uh, uh, uh. Single ladies, yeah. single ladies, put your hands up. Um, the nannies also must know their way around Brooklyn. Um, that is a stipulation. If you don't, if, if you don't know where you're going in Brooklyn, you're not looking after my baby. Um, why? Why? Where have they got to run around Brooklyn? They just got to know the area. I think. I don't know. I don't know why. Um, and number it's seven, Jay Z's from there. And number seven, uh, Blue Ivy loves fashion, so nannies are required to take her shopping. <laughs> I mean, they're just Come adding on. things on for the sake here. Of course, they, you're going to take the kids shopping. They're literally adding things on, I think, for the sake Apparently, of as well, I heard when they, they, they have like an entourage that drop the kids off at school and pick them up, like with security guards with the nannies and stuff. Not surprised. And all the other mums and dads at the school, like, are getting pissed off because, like, a lot of them are rich kids and they all have nannies and stuff, but not they don't all have security and stuff and they have personal security that pick the kids up after school. 
That's, I mean, in my, I mean, if I was in Blue Ivy's class, I would be like, fancy going back to yours yeah, for tea. Yeah, I was. <laughs> Should we have fish fingers and I would. I'd be like, has your mum got smiley faces then? <laughs> I used to love when I was a kid going back to like the other kids' house for dinner. And seeing what they had. Seeing what they had. And I remember once one of them put, I think it was, soy sauce on their chicken. Just like, we had like chicken breasts. And I thought that was dead like crazy. I was like, wow. I was like, soy sauce. Are we having Chinese? They went, no, we're having chicken dinner. I thought, soy sauce on chicken dinner. Was your mind blown? My mind was blown. <laughs> I was like, my mama. She <laughs> my mama going here. What was that little <laughs> fat kid that was on the, remember the um, super nanny thing and he was leaving because they were taking the sweets away? You, you sounded like him then. Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> What does she? What does he say? Oh, I can't remember. But he packs his little bag, don't he? And yeah. he goes, yeah, and he's like, "I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. I'm, I can't live without my chicken nuggets." No, did that was it? Chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Mama, we having soy sauce on our chicken." Yeah. She was like, "No." I'm like, "I'm leaving. I'm, I'm leaving." leaving. <laughs> right, I used to love going to the other kids and like, because we, we always had really nice dinners growing up. But when my mum was working away, right, my dad would do like spam and chips, pot noodle. Yeah, right, okay. chicken Kiev was a popular one that my dad would make. We had chicken Kiev and pasta and sauce mixed together. That's what we had. <laughs> we, had we had a chicken Kiev with pasta and sauce. Are you joking? On my mum's life, that was mum phoning. She that what was the hell? Chicken Kiev and a pasta and sauce. That is a fat doll food. Yeah, <laughs> carb and carb and carb. Yeah, it was you know nice what? though. I know. Yeah, I, I used to love it, a whole plate of brown food when I was growing up. Yeah, like, like, like beige, beige tea chips. Yeah. Smiley faces. Astronauts. What were them pancakes that you used to get? Breaded pancakes. Oh, right. Yeah, I do know With what like you a mean. cheese and ham. Um, yeah, they were gorgeous. Gorgeous. What, what were they? Fuck knows. How have we gotten onto this from Beyonce's kids? <laughs> we anyway. are fat cunts. Yeah. <laughs> why, why we bring everything back to food? <laughs> oh, but yeah, I um, listen out for Beyonce's new music. It's dropping soon. It's disco The full album. The full album. And it's there's going to be two, I think. Act one and act two. I'm excited for it. I love a bit of Beyonce. Um, and I hope she does tour because I fucking love it when she's on tour. I love it when she's on tour. Yeah. Girls, gays and nays, please buy our merch. Please buy our tickets to our live show. It's yes. coming to Manchester Friday the 26th of August, 7pm. Massive show live in front of an audience. Yeah. You will only hear a snippet of it on here. So if you want the full seat. What's that thing they used to say on... Um, drag Race. If you ain't watching Untuck, you only get in half the story. That's it, yeah. Well, if you only listen to this show, you only get in half the story. Exactly bitch. that. And do you know what? Next week, we've got a cracking show. I'm going to talk about my Virgin Cruise. Oh, well, my days is... You're going to talk about what you've done this weekend just done. And it's going to be dead fun. So, yeah, <laughs> next week as well. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Gossip Gaze. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.